Tov. Today is the 41st day in the Omer. Shavuos is around the corner and it is Tav Gimel in Babakama. And we are dealing with the four categories of Nizikin. The Gemara under the rubric of asking the question or under the whatever the framework of asking the question of whether the Toladot, the subcategories, descendants, of the Avot, of the major four categories mentioned in the Mishnah, have the same ruling or not the same ruling, is now going through all of the Avot, describing what is the parameters of those categories, and then um, the Telling us whether or not the things, other things that are in the categories have the same laws or not. So we start with Shur in the Mishnah, of which we have a Brita that really subdivides Shur into three, uh, three other Avot. The Mishnah does not call them Toladot. It says there are three of the Brita. It says there are, you know, uh, three Avot within the Shur, and those are um, Karen, Shane, and Regal. Alright, we're going to have to figure out which of those are included in the Mishnah or not. Anyway, so Karen, the Gemara described as, that's the part in the Torah of Goring, where you pay half the first three times and then the full. The Gemara describes it as Karen, using it a horn, but quickly explains that what defines that category is not the body part that is used, but the nature of the act. And the nature of the act there is Kavanato Lahazik. Its intention is to do damage. Okay, so we'll, let's make Maybe um, pick up from the uh, bottom of the of Amud Bet, where the Gemara says the following. Um, it is like eight lines from the bottom or seven lines from the bottom this statement that Rav Papa says some of the Toladot have the same laws and some have different laws so of course the default is they have the same laws the, 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 the trick is to find the ones that have different laws so the idea that the Toladot have, have different laws on which of the categories of sure is it going on um, so if it's going on the things we just mentioned Karen and the subcategories of Karen is the same act of Kavanasol Hazik intending to do damage except with different body parts by pushing by kicking by biting okay so Maishna Karen the Kavanasol Hazik so how are their laws different than Karen Karen is an intention to do damage Uma Moncha Vishmiratan Alecha it's your money and you have an obligation to wash it and presumably and therefore your chayef to pay so Haninami Kavanasol Hazik Uma Moncha Vishmiratan Alecha these two, A, the way we know that they fall into the category, what makes them a toladot is the fact that they're kavanah tolahazit, and that they're your money and you have an obligation to watch them, and presumably what's missing is the punchline, which is, and they have the same law that you're obligated to pay. So they're in the same category, they have the same law, they're a toladot because they have the same characteristics, they have the same law. How is it different? So the Muslim says, you're right. Told her the Karen to Karen. Now I just want to point for a second because it is funny, right? The point of the Gemara should be, look, there you have to pay, here you have to pay. And it's sort of missing the punchline. It describes what makes it in the category, but it doesn't identify the fact that it has the same law. So it could be Rashi in the na- later Gemara sort of puts that in, and you have to pay. But it could also be, and this gets back to our question of where to read the Vav, that no, it is saying it has the same law. Because this gets back to the question of whether Shmiratan Alecha is a descriptor, or that's actually telling you the consequence of being in that category. Since it is Kavanas Hazik and your Mamon Cha, therefore the law is you have an obligation to watch it. Right? And of course since you have an obligation to watch it, you're going to be chayv to pay. But the first sort of consequence of being in the category is not your chayv to pay, but Shmirasana Lecha. 
All right, so it is possible the Gemara is identifying also that they have the same law. Anyway, the Tolod of Karen follows the rule of Karen. So that can't be the case that's not Kiyotze Behen. So the Gemara says, okay, fine, you're right. The Chikamar of Papa Ashain Varego. So when Rav Papa says there are things that are not like the, the, the Tolod, not like the Av, it's talking about, maybe it's talking about Shane Varego. So now let's talk about what are those categories of Shane and Rego. So, Shane Varego Hechitziva, where are they written? Titania, meaning, and what's the Av, right? We want to start where the presumption is. What makes something the Av is the fact that it's the concrete case in the Torah. The time we talk on the Brisa, the Shilachet Biiro Ubiyer Bistecher. Now this is fascinating because there is a real interesting two ways of reading this, these two kings. The way the Gemara reads it, and the way that some uh, uh, biblical scholars read it. What they say is the Peshat of the Pasuk. So, because it comes right juxtaposed, the Pesukim that the Gemara reads about uh, Shane and Regal, never says Shane and Regal, and they are juxtaposed with the Pesukim about H. So listen to the Pesukim in the Torah here in Mishpatim, okay? Kia ver ish sadeo cherem v'shilachet v'iro uvier b'steacher metav sadeo metav kamal yishalem. Now what does that sound like to you? Well, let's talk about the verb. Ki yav er ish. So what does that sound like? Made a fire. Made a fire. Hever. Okay. V'shilachet v'iro. So what, is, what would that mean? Basically, to get out of control. Well, you're worse than that. <laughs> you intentionally, you lit a fire, okay, you're sadeh you're, ocherem, right? So now you're making a little fire in your uh, barbecue. You're, you're, you're arson, you're burning a sadeh ocherem. You're burning down a field, uh, and, you're, and you're sending it out, you're intentionally lighting something on fire. Or you could read it that you are, you know, you, are, you made somehow a fire in your sadeh ocherem. But then, you let it out, or you intentionally actually wanted it to spread, and it burnt another field. You have to pay the best. Now, let's read the next Pasuk, because the next Pasuk is what the Gemara identifies as H. If a fire um, gets out and eats, you know, thorns and just burns down a, uh, a, what do you call it, uh, a haystack, a, um, a stack of wheat, not a haystack, or standing wheat, or then you have to pay. So what's the difference? If the first one was talking about age, the second one's also age. What's the difference? The second was unintentional. The second was unintentional. And what's the difference of the halacha? What? The first one is Metav Sadehu, and the best of your fields. You might have burnt down something that was only worth $100 an acre. You have to pay $1,000 an acre. Because you were intentionally burnt, you were, and it was an intentional act of arson. Okay, whereas the second one was an accident, so it's just you pay the, you, you, you pay the, the compensation. Alright? That is how, you know, biblical scholars, whatever, Pashtanim, read those two psukim. The Gemara does not read it that way. The second pasuk is Aish. It doesn't, okay? How we're going to deal with intentional acts of arson we will get to that might actually be different. Okay? We will get to that. But that's not what's being talked about in the Psukim. The second one is age. And the first one is Shane and Regal. Okay? Now, where do you get the idea of an animal going and chomping on my neighbor's uh, grass or wheat, or wheat or accidentally walking in the field and trampling on some fruit? Where do you get that from? Kiyaver East somehow air to destroy to consume is going to what right so Biram thank you very much can sometimes mean animals and we're going to now make see how the Gemara is going to read this as Shane and Rego yes Dove no that Dove not the Rabbi Dove yes I'm just wondering how do we 
Right, right. So that's exactly the key. I mean, going to be the key that allows us to read it as consume rather than as burn. Yeah. I also think that it's important. The verb is important. Shilach, right. 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 And the Gemara actually is going to have Sukim where it speaks about about sending your animals. Yeah. I don't know if they're Sukim about sending your fire. Okay. It is interesting though because we are going to be a bright that speaks about Hamashaleach okay so it seems like that Breita is picking up on the shot of these Sukim okay but the Gemara here is going to say because Bi'iro as Michael says you can refer to animals can refer to consuming Shilach we have by animals if the Gemara therefore reads these Sukim as Shane and Regal let's take a look okay so um uh uh, where are they written okay so it says the following I just want to see one thing um yeah, you know, it's the, even the whole way it introduces it. By Karen, it just says, Ditanu Rabbanan, Ki Gach, Eini Gichel Abikaren. By Shane Regular, it says, Hey, Chaksive, where are they written? Because, like, you read the book, I don't see Shane Regular anywhere there. Okay, so where is Shane Regal written? Ditanu, Ritanu Ribraisa. Vishilach, you will send forth Zeha Regal. That's trampling. Vachainu Omer, thank you. Vachainu Omer, Meshalchei Regal, Hashor Vachamor. The one who sends the leg of the ox and the, do- and the donkey. Okay? So, which is interesting also between the I the owner can be intentional I really am jealous of Michael my fellow farmer here he had such a good yield I am going to let my animals out in his field so that they trample on his fruit that's my intention that's Vishilach Abira but the animals they're just walking so that right so remember Karen is Kavanah of the animal the animal's intending to damage here I the owner could be trying to damage Michael's fruit but it's regal because the animal's just walking as far as the animal knows it's just walking Okay, so Meshalchi Regal Hashor Vachamor Ubier and consumes. So Zehashen, that is the tooth, meaning it's just eating the food. So the whole question, how to read this pasuk? Rashi says it means the galal. Rashi says is the is the tooth. The tooth is sometimes like legalot is revealed, sometimes it's hidden, sometimes it's covered. Okay, consumes until it's done eating, or it could mean galal could mean sort of uh, uh, excrement because it eats and then it excretes. All right. Anyway, it means it eats to consume. Well, you know, the okay. Bakir, That's so interesting. That's a good point. Okay. Amar now. No, time is because of Rahman and Mishachi Regalashor That's because it speaks about, there's another passage that says about sending out the leg, meaning in the trampling. But anyway, of course the Pasuk has to mean Shane and Regal. There's nothing else for it to mean. Okay? Everything else is covered. Eat, can see. If it's, uh, I mean, of course, this part of the Pasuk has to mean Regal. Because if it's about goring, we have an explicit Pasuk. Eat, Shane. If it's about eating, see, that's the kiki of air. So, of course, for Shilach, just by process of elimination, has to mean, you know, trampling. <laughs> so the Pasuk says, um, Istrich. No, you need to explicitly learn out that Shilach means means trampling I could have read the whole part talking about one type of an act of consuming so what's the difference about about the why would I need to say it twice so it doesn't immediately go to this issue about intentionally it points to a different point 
Okay, one case would be that it destroys the uh, the uh, the principle, meaning it completely destroys the object. Okay, that's the idea of ubir. Beer has a sense of complete destruction. Where and but and the other part, vishilach at biiro, maybe it's to tell me even if it destroys it in a way that doesn't completely destroy it, and it needs to tell me that you're in both cases. So I would have said both of them are shame, but to describe it as a complete destruction and not complete destruction. I'll get back in a minute to why it should have made a difference. Really okay. Using the same word, Karen, with two different meanings. What does it mean? Two different well, things. Means oh, oh, that's a good point. I hadn't. I, 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 you know what? I so did not even so, pick. Up, yeah. I so did not even pick up on that. That's true. But you know, anyway, that's even in modern Hebrew. But even in modern Hebrew, right? When you're paying back a mortgage, you pay back the Karen. Right. It's, you know exactly. Okay, fine. The Karen is the principal. Okay. How Kamash Milan. That you're chayiv in both that 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 v'shilach means tram, trampling and regel, and not just to cover both cases of destroying the principle and not destroying the principle. So the Mar says, okay, but now that you said that that could there could be a difference, how do you know both cases? The hasha dukinda regel. Now that you're saying that that's talking about regel v'shilach shein v'lo alan. So now you've told me beer. I would have limited to a consuming that destroys the principle. So now where do I learn out a consuming and eating that doesn't destroy the principle? So the Gemara says, do me the regal. No, you learn it because Shane and regal are right next to each other and in the same pasuk. So my regal by regal it doesn't have that phrase ubir. Beer points me to a sense of complete destruction, and I might have limited it just to destroying the principle. But regal says v'shilachet biiro. That doesn't have a sense of beer complete destruction. So the same way regal is not limited to cases of complete destroying and Shane appears right afterwards I know not to limit Shane to completely destroying okay the same way by regal it doesn't matter whether it is completely or not completely destroying because there's no word that would limit me to that by Shane it also does not matter okay so anyway by if it had just said beer I could have limited it to like full destroying because it com- comes together with Regal, I, I know not to limit it to that. Now, one minute. What is the scenario of Michal Yakarna? So Rashi says the scenario of Michal Yakarna is of low Michal Yakarna, not complete this one. So Rashi says apparently if you eat the grain while it is still like uh, just beginning to grow, uh, maybe you know it hasn't ripened yet or whatever. At a certain stage, your animals can graze on the grain and the gra- uh, can graze on the straws, the stalks, or whatever it will be, and it'll grow back and you'll still have you know your full yield of grain so that would be because you're still going to get your full yield of grain okay now Tozo says but I don't understand it was if that re- if we can assume that phenomenon you know I, I have no idea but if we can assume that phenomenon they destroyed something of value because I could have you know they destroyed the the grain that could be consumed and eaten that you know and that uh, I could have fed it to my animals and said this guy fed it to his animals so it didn't destroy the grain you know that few future was going to grow, but there was some product here of value that they fully destroyed. Right? You get it? They ate, the, they ate the straw, let's say. But that didn't affect the grain, and then the grain grew back. Fine, but they destroyed the straw that could, I could have fed to my animals, or I could have sold to somebody else to feed to his animals. So what's the Lomachal Yukarna? So Tosus' answer is that Lomachal Yukarna basically means that, um, that like, uh, they got it dirty, let's say. Okay? And I had to watch it and rinse it. So in that way, there was a cost 
to me to, to get it, you know, to, uh, to make it usable and sellable, but they didn't actually destroy the object. All right, so that's interesting, right? So that's, really? So then the question is, like, that's even not so clear to me. That's Nezek? If they, like, pooped on something, let's say, because later we're going to have in a minute really that a version of Shane, a version of Shane could be that they, that they pooped on something. So, so okay? Would, how much would you pay? You so I guess you'd pay, like, labor? how much? No, because that would be grandma. That would exactly be the problem. The question would be, how much would, would, would normal apples cost and how much would apples with poop on them cost? Right? Because <laughs> you could sell those apples. People are going to pay less, but they could still use them. You just have to wash them up. Like, you go to the supermarket, right, and, you know, I, okay, like, I love these uh, apples, these pink lady apples, but they are exorbitantly expensive. They're like three to five dollars a pound. I never buy them. But sometimes you go to the, sometimes you go to the, yeah, sometimes you go to the, like, you know, the, the damaged produce section, you know, sometimes they do this, and you get it, like, for, like, 50 cents a pound. Like, you have to just cut out the little piece that has the, you know, that's a little brown spot, and you get a 99% worth of an apple for, for 50, what? Okay, anyway, so the point is, is that I got, it was worth a lot less than the two, than the two minutes of effort it took me to fix it, okay? So the value actually goes down, the marketable value, it's not the amount of effort to fix it, but it's lo mechal In this case, if it's just been pooped on, there's not even any physical damage to the object itself, okay? So that's what Tosus understands as the lo mechal Yes, Jacob. So just to clarify, like a tree, like a fruit tree, eating the fruit on the fruit tree yeah. is mechal Right. I might have thought, uh, just to clarify, I might have thought it isn't mechal no, 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 no. No, no. According to Rashi, you mean? No, 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 no. No. Everybody would say that is mechal yakarna. You totally destroyed the fruit, and nothing is growing back. Rashi says, right. Rashi says mechal yakarna is you ate the straw, but the grain is going to grow back. But um, Tosu says, okay, but it's mechal yakarna of the straw. So Tosu says the low mech- uh, between Rashi and Tosos? Because like the apple, the apple, Rashi sees, because right, so, so that's Tosos' question. Tosos also doesn't see the difference. But Rashi sees if you've got a wheat field, your produce here is the wheat. And if the, the straw is incidental. Uh, so if some animal eats the straw, but the wheat is going to grow back from the perspective of the wheat, which is my ye- yearly produce, right, nothing was destroyed. The fact that I could have made some money selling the straw at a certain point and the whatever that's not really affecting the wheat right but by a tree the produce is the apples right so okay so okay. anyway yes just, just picking up on a, on a terminology in Gemara just three the third line from the top there mm-hmm. does it usually say sometimes not usually but sometimes what do you usually say uh, I don't know or whatever mm-hmm. okay alright yeah I understand and before the Gemara challenged the question of are we learning it from non from, from non-Torah from Nevi'im and Okay, so now the Gemara says like this. So now we got the Shilach is Regal. Okay, now, um, now we're going to get the Shane. It consumes the Hashane, that's the tooth. And as Michael rightly says, it's not Rahman exactly, it's not the Torah, but okay. We have a Pesach that speaks about consuming, and somehow Galal tells us it means eating. So Gemara says, wait a minute, we could have just figured that out by process of elimination. What else could it be talking about? E Karen Ksiv. Karen, by goring, it says explicitly, E Regal Ksiv, because we now established the Shilach at the Ero is Regal. 
So the Gemara says, it's true. No, no, no. You need to tell me that that's talking about, about shame. I would have thought, they're both regel. Ah, finally, the Gemara is pointing to a real, a real like issue in the Pasuk, which is Veshilach. Veshilach sounds intentional. So if I just said, if I did not know Ubir was Shane, I would have said that actually the Torah is describing two forms of regel. Veshilach epi iro, I intentionally have my animal go trample Michael's fruit. And Ubir, no, they just on themselves walk into his field, but I didn't send them. That's actually a very reasonable read of the Pasuk, right? Veshilach really sounds like I intentionally did it. Okay? So, uh, where were we? that the second part of the Pasuk is talking about shame now that the second part is talking about shame how do you know if the animal just walks on its own without the owner like you know intentionally making it happen so do me the shame by juxtaposition to the case of shame by shame you don't have the word vishilach so shame your your chayev whether it was sent or whether it was doing it on its own so therefore by regal as well so now we've established vishilach at piro means regal ubir bisteachir means shame although vishilach suggests intentional intentionally doing it the juxtaposition to shame tells us that doesn't matter even with not intentionally doing it although ubir suggests mechal yakarna full destruction the juxtaposition to, to Regel tells us that doesn't matter. So don't read Vashilach and Ubir to limit the scope of the nature of the action. That's not what they're about. It doesn't matter those issues. And what they're really describing is the difference between Regel and Shane. Yes? That drives me a little crazy because <laughs> like it, 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 that's the exact same thing they, they could have said it on a different daf like because it's different, the language is different here it must be different right the fact that because the language is different here but it's next to the other one right although here they are they're not just two separate psukim they're like mom is tightly bound in one puzzle they're like Shane and Rego are usually spoken about in like one breath right yeah, yeah. not only because they're in the same puzzle they have the exact same halachas you know so there is that sense of they're tightly bound in one puzzle they have the same halachas but yes if what you're really saying thing is, do the Gemara probably have a sense of, uh, like, of what the halacha was, and then working it into the Pasuk, that is my sense in this case. Yes. Yeah. Okay, What is yes. Shilach teaching then? That's just a regal. Shilach is regal, Ubiyar is Shane. Why did he use the word Vashilach? Because that's a word used by regal. Vashilach at Biro. Okay, I mean, or Meshach at Regal. Okay. Um, okay. So it's important to teach these two separate um, types of damage with the exact same so that someone doesn't come to court and say, for example, what are you talking about? That's just what animals do. Exactly. And that is, by the way, why they are the same category, because that is just what animals do. Animals just walk and eat. There's no intentionality of the animal's need. Now, again, and part of the Kiddush is, is that when I intentionally let them loose so that they'll do what they naturally do, that does not put it in a different category. My intention does not put it in a different category, and that's why she 
chain and regal are the same because chain and regal are not kavanatola hazit. They're doing their natural things. It just so happens it was your food that got in the way or your thing that got in the way. Right. But yes, but... I'm high. I have a responsibility. Exactly. Okay, so the Gemara says like this. Um, okay. Uh, now the Gemara says like, okay, Blitzer of Vashilach will buy you beer. Now, one minute, just say Vashilach and don't say you beer. And I could have figured out that, and the word Vashilach could have suggested both regal and shame. The Masmer, I'll tell you. The Masmer Regal and Masmer Shay. Masmer Regal deceived. Deceived. Mishalche Regal Hashor Vachamor. Masmer Shay. Where would you get Shay from that? Deceived. The Shay Behemoth. Hashalach Bam. Look at that. It even has the word Shay in it. How better can you be? And it's in the Torah. That's perfect. Okay. So the Gemara says no. Elav Krayisera, when it had not been for the extra pasuk from Ubiir, Havemina Oha Oha, then I would have had figured, okay, the word Vashilach could mean one or the other, but I wouldn't have felt entitled to read both. Oh, Rega, now, and now it's going to make those points, which is, what, why might I have thought one would be Chayav and not the other? So here what we're getting to is the definition of the category, which he said before by talking about Karen, and what makes it, what, why there's a basis for that to lead to the sense that you should be Chayev. The basic identity of Karen is Kavanasol Hazit. And of course you understand why it should be Chayev. It's an intentional act of damage, even though not my intention, the animals, but the fact that it's seen as an act of damage, an act of Hezek, creates a greater sense of my responsibility to pay. How about Shane and Rega? By the way, the fact that the Gemara, I gotta tell you, this is like I said the first, yesterday, the, where I, where I just so love Baba Kama. You know, the Psukim, are, it's always dealing with the Psukim, directly in conversation with the Psukim. The Psukim are, are very common concrete cases, right? You know, an ox scores, split the ox or whatever, and then what the halacha does is it abstracts it. It says, okay, what's the rule? Let's move a step back from that exact concrete case, right? So, for example, when the Torah says, if an ox scores, split the ox. That doesn't mean split the ox. It means you pay half the damages or whatever. You know, you pull back and abstract it, right? So here, the Gemara does that. Karen, nigicha means kavanas hazik. And it does it in these, like, two words, which precisely, you know, abstract but in a very precise way. So that, it seems like, you know, that, by, that there probably was a Misora, you know, it wasn't something that just the Gemara did. I think that, the, for example, the Yushami exactly uses the exact same words, right? So it's like there was a clear, precise, abstract definition of these categories. So, Karen was Kavanasola Hazik. What's Shane and Rego? So it says like this. So it says, um, okay, Michti. Uh, the mercy is like this. Oha, oha, one or the other. Oh, regal de hezeko matsui. Maybe I would have said it's just regal. Because animals are always walking around and bumping into things. So the prevalence of that would have explained why there's a greater responsibility. Oh, shame, the hezeko. Or an animal, or eat, maybe only it's by eating. Because by eating, the animal benefited. I benefited from your fruit. How could I not pay you for what my animal did? My animal now had a meal. Okay, and besides that I benefited, the animal was more intentionally involved in the process. The animal was knowingly eating your apples, okay? It wasn't knowingly bumping into your, you know, bu- you know bumping into your vase, but it was knowingly eating your apples. So therefore, I could have argued one or the other. It's not necessarily true they're both the same. Okay? So therefore, I needed to, to, to I needed to, I, just having the first half of the puzzle would not have been enough. 
So the Gemara says one minute. Michti, shkulinhein v'yavoh shneim. Daiminayu mafkes. The Gemara says you're right. You know what? It's true that each one has a, has something unique about it, but it's not. It's impossible to decide which is more important than the other. If I tell you, okay, pick one that you're going to be high for, shane or regal. It's like I can't pick. Like there's both. There's a good reason to be high for both. There's different reasons, but they're of equal weight. So when they're of equal weight, and there's nothing that clearly sets one apart to be the more weightier case, the Gemara said, what I would have done is I would have said both are included in the Pasuk. And you have a Pasuk for both. Meshalche Regel and Shein Behemot. Right? Ashalach Bam. So we still are back to our question. The Shilach at Biro would have included both. Okay? Why did I need the second half of the Pasuk? So the Gemara says, it's true. No, you need it. Ah, if I just said Veshilach at Biro, sure. Veshilach at Biro would have given me Shein and Regel. Meshalche Regel, Shein Behemot, but I wouldn't have known if they just did it on their own. I would have limited it to an I, the owner, intentionally set them set them to do it. Okay, Kamash Milan that it's Azla But now you have an interesting question. I mean, now it's just a hermeneutic question, which is: so what do you say? Pshat of the pasuk is at the end. The shilach means Shane and Regel. Cause, and actually now you understand why we're using the word Shane because the Pasuk is Shane behemot ashalach pam if you ask me there's no question that the Midrashay Halacha actually because think of the words we use we use the word Regel neither Regel and Shane appear in the Pasuk but you know where you have Regel? Meshalche Regel you know where you have Shane? Shane behemot ashalach pam so I think in the Maskana it's actually the Shilach et Be'iro means Shane and Regel because that word and Ubi'er B'Seacher means even if it does it by itself even if you don't intentionally send it out. Okay? So that actually, right, maybe that makes Jen a little bit happier also, okay? Because we actually are mamish putting both of them in the same word of the Shilach. And Ubiyar is just telling me now that we've established Shane and Regel, it's even if they do it on their own. And by the way, in the course of this, we've identified what makes those categories about Hazeko Matsui and Hanal Hazeko. Yes, go. Yeah, I still want to, I want to push a little bit. It's not clear to me that they should so absolutely be equal shame for regal. I mean, I mean, if my animal, if something of mine goes and just destroys stuff by 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 walking all over it. Yeah. As opposed to getting hana from it because it's been nourished. Right. Isn't that a significant difference? Right? Yeah. So you think I understand you think Yechanel Zeko is, uh, but you know, but they, but here's a different way of thinking about it. By the way, I mean, and I mean, we could always be bringing in the thing to always be thinking about is which of the two models I laid out yesterday is the operative model? Is it that I, the owner, am liable because I was negligent through my object, or is it that the animal did an act of damage and since it's my animal, I've got to pay the same way I got to pay for what my kids do I got to pay for what my animals do? Okay, so that actually very neatly falls out between Shane and Regel. If it's my negligence, I'm a lot more negligent by Regel because if animals are always walking around and, and, and wherever they walk, they're stepping on things, and I let them walk into your yard, and you had all of your nice strawberries drying out in the field. Okay, there's a lot of negligence there, right? All it just has to do is walk there, right? So Tezeko Matsue is a very high level of responsibility, like is a more a very strong. A stronger reason from the perspective 
of the owner's negligence. But if it's an act that my animal does, I'm responsible for, well, an act that the animal intentionally does, and the animal is connected to in a deep way and is being nourished by, makes more sense that that's the act. I start from the animal's act and not from my negligence. So one act is like a sort of like, you know, mitasek. Rego is mitasek. It's not really the animal's act so much. It accidentally bumped into something. Shane is a real intentional act. So actually, they very neatly fall out between which model you use of why I'm chayim. Greater negligence is, le- it, I mean, if it's negligence, regel is greater negligence. If it's the animal's act, we start with the, a- if the animal did an act of mazik, that becomes my responsibility. And shame is an act. Regel is, is accidental and, and not really an act. Yes. Karen falls into both. And Karen. <laughs> Karen. Well, no, Karen, though, Karen Tom is a very low level of negligence, but a very high level of act of mazik. Yeah, dope. Yeah, sure about this. I think that um, that is of more consequence to the owner of the animal than to the one who got damaged. Right, exactly. Exactly. But it's the but the owner is like the cow. Right, also as a exactly. Okay, so let's take a look. Now the now that we've established that, let's look about the story of whether the Toldos are Kyote and not Kyote and repeat how we categorize the Av. Toldos to Shane Mahi. What's the Toldos Shane? So we've described that Shane is the animal is out not trying to, to hurt something and to do damage but it's out to ben- give, give itself physical benefit okay so um, it rubbed up against a wall to scratch itself and the wall let's say fell down okay or it's soiled fruit for its own benefit. Now, presumably that means that it defecated on the fruit, like Tosus described before. Interestingly, because of a later Gemara, um, the, the later Gemara discusses an issue about what if it's not the animal's body, actually we're going to get to it at the end of today's stuff, what if it's not the animal's body, but something that the animal projected, meaning like, you know, like the animal kicked a rock and it broke something, right? So what would be the case, a projectile, that's called sroros. What would be the case about that, or koho, it's not the body, it's the something that the animal, you know, whatever, propelled by its body. Um, so anyway, Rashi thinks that later that defecating is not the body itself, because it's actually the excrement that, that damages the object, not the body of the animal that damages the object. Taking a pebble defecating is the same thing. Exactly. So Rashi says, Tinfa would be it rolled in the fruit in order, like it rolled in the grain in order, because it's like, you know, like like elephants roll in mud, right? It rolled in the grain to get pleasure from the act of rolling in it and that damaged it so that's a damaging with its body but it's an act being done for the hana of the animal what yes of defecating relieving itself no, on, but on. oh right so that's true another way you could also challenge the reason of calling that chain is because although the animal is getting pleasure the, the, the pleasure is not connected to the damage it's sort of like it's sort of like the same incidental aspect of the regal it's getting pleasure and incidentally there happens to have been fruit there but it's not pleasure derived from its interaction with the fruit. Right, so that's another reason to say that it's not talking about defecating. So Raji says it's talking about rolling in the fruit and it's a 
Okay, so that's what Rashi says. <laughs> what? It's an air freshener. The fruit is an air freshener for the animal. That's not too good for the perfume. It's too good for the physical pleasure. Okay, yes. What? I don't know. I mean, that even if the Hana is incidental. I mean, even if the Hezek is incidental to the Hana'a. Okay. Chicken bees in the dust. I don't know why you're such a chidish. That's what animal, I mean, you know. If they were defecating on the fruit, that like they like that. They like that. Oh, okay, fine. Okay, I didn't know what you guys were talking about. All right, moving on. All right, all right. I got to work some classroom management here. Moving on. Okay, so if I just like this. Okay, okay, so the Gemara says, that's Shane. That's a Tolod of Shane. So the Gemara says, so, it's exa- so that's the exact same halacha. Shane, again, here's the conceptual definition. It gets benefit through the act of damage, and its intention is for benefit. It's your property, and you're obligated to walk it, and you're hive to pay. Um, so, Haninami, these two, the Tolodos, so the Tolodos are Kiyosi Ben. It's the same category, it's Hanalazeka, the same law. You have an obligation to watch it, you're hive to pay. Okay, so it's told, it's that's not in the Papa's case of told the same love Kiyotse Behen. That is Kiyotse Behen. Ella, fine. That's not what Rapapa was talking about. Told to the Shane to Shane. All right. He's not talking about Shane. But he come Rapapa told to the Regal. Maybe he's talking about Regal. All right. Let's talk about that. Told to the Regal Mahi. What's the Tolado? Right. Notice how very beautifully structured the Gemara is, right? Here's the Pasuk. Here's the Av. Right. Now let's describe the conceptually what the category is and therefore what is the Tolado. Right. And it's just working through it all very nicely. Okay. So what's the Tolado of the Regal? Okay. Which is like just a natural course of action as it's just going about its business okay damages with its body as it's walking okay it doesn't have to be its leg right it could bump into something Sarah presumably means its tail not its hair okay it's, 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 it swings its tail and that knocks something over or it goes on the, uh, the uh, saddle or the bit in its mouth bumps into something so it doesn't have to be the body, it could be something attached to the body. It's not a projectile, it's attached to the body. Or the bell. So anyway, it bumps into something, okay? Now, by the way, it is interesting because Rashi adds the words as it's walking and that repeated itself here, right? Where it said, I mean, the Gemara says anyway, so, but Rashi, I think, says it in describing, because Rashi, when he describes regularly, he doesn't just say, he doesn't just say it says he borrows that phrase in the Gemara, right? Because it's not anything that has prevalent damage it's as it is walking but I want to just conceptualize it for a moment and say it doesn't actually have to be walking let's say an animal is standing still and sweat winging its tail right or standing you know or I don't know let's say an animal is uh, you, I have my pet uh, chimpanzee or something and it's like uh, or whatever it is an animal like reaching for something okay what animals have reached with their arms anyway doesn't matter okay it's jumping up to try it's not that it's walking it's, I think the more point is is that it's incidental. It's going about its business, whatever its business is, and the damage occurs incidentally, not intentionally. It's incidental, but it's through the norm, animal's normal going about the business. So that's why you understand why that could be described as hezekan matzway. Animals are not watching themselves to make sure they don't damage other people's property. So it's or any type of a thing that will happen in the normal course of the animal going about its business, which could 
be a wide range of things that will happen unintentionally, incidentally, in the normal course of the animal going about its business. Okay? And that's what regal is. Why what? Do you say that Sarah is a tail? Is that what Rashi means? Mizbaku kelim Rashi might literally say it means the hair, but I just that's I, I think I, I mean because because to me to talk about the hair catching some maybe because it talks about physical objects on the body like the uh, like the saddle so maybe it's talking going in stages so the body the hair the saddle but to me it's like a, just a a more, a more common scenario how do your English translate it do they say hair do they say say tail they say hair how do you say a tail of an animal a zanav a zanav mm. yeah, but what would that I don't understand what a hair would mean meaning it's uh, the hair I mean I guess by a sheep you could say but then you wouldn't call it hair I know I understand that's why I that's why I was inclined to translate it as tail okay let's move on because Rashi needed to say something stuck to the hair right exactly alright let's move on anyway okay so Maishna Regal the Zeko Matsua notice how again but the Gemara drops the Derchi Lucha because it's Derchi Lucha again doesn't mean as it's walking it means as it's going about its business okay so how is it different than Regal Regal is the type of common da- like the you know it, it, the, the likelihood of damage is prevalent because it's just the things that happen as it's going about its business it's your property and you have an obligation to watch it so Haninami so the Toledos have the same Alecha so that can't be what Ruth Papa is talking about. Fine. Fine. That's the same halacha. That's not what Ruth Papa is talking about. You're building up your anticipation, right? What is it that he's talking about? Okay? We are going through the Mishnah, right? The Mishnah is Shor, Bor, Mother, Hever. Okay? And we've now done Shor, which is Karen. Shay, right? Shalosh Avos Nemru Bashor. We didn't call these Toledos. If we called these Toledos, by the way, notice that we would have already had our answer. Okay? Because these Toledos are not, I mean, well, they're different. They're not, right? Karen, you pay half, these, whatever. Anyway, but we called these separate Avot. So we've done the Avot of the Shor. Now we're up to Bor. All right? Fine. So Chikamara Papa Abor. I told her the board. Told her the board. Mind you, what's the Tolad of Abor? So, um, I mean, the, it's interesting that it doesn't start by where is it written in the Psukim because it's pretty implicit. Ki What is it? Okay. So, because every of the other Psukim needed a little explication by the Nagicha, you had to say that meant Pekeren. Shane and Regal, you really had to prove. But the Gemara doesn't even have to quote the Pasuk by Bor. It's completely explicit. Okay? So it just jumps right into, without quoting the Pasuk, what is the Tolada? Okay? So Tolada the Bor Mahi, so Mahiniu, Ilay Ma'av Yud Tolada Tet. Maybe the Av is when it's ten Tfachim deep. And the Tolada is nine Tfachim deep. So the Gemara, now why would that matter? Because the Halacha is, that the, Gemara, that the Halacha, not in the Psukim, but the Halacha is, is that if it's ten Tfachim deep, Chazal understood that it has the, it has the normal le- propensity to uh, to cause death to an animal that would fall into it. We're talking about thir- three feet. Okay, I don't know. Three feet seems like not so deep to cause an animal to die, but okay. Okay, anyway, but anything less than that, you could certainly understand because I was saying that anything less than that, if an animal dies, it's not your fault. Okay, if, if, if the animal, you're only liable for an animal's death ten tfachim or deeper. Less than that, it's not your fault. So that's the, to- but if it gets injured less than ten tfachim, you are liable. Okay? So that's the, how Chazal understand the difference between the depths of the boar. Generally breaking its leg, 
it's demise. Oh, you mean because then you're going to be forced to kill it. Yeah. Okay, but that's not... Th- okay, ah, so that might be... But that's interesting. I think Halacha would still say how much is an animal with a broken leg worth. Yeah. It might be worth v- zero, but that's not the case in the Pusuk where it says, um, you know, the Nafal Shama I mean, the Hamas Yelo, the Pusuk is talking about case of death. And what's more significant is if it falls in less than 10 Tfach and then it dies, if it falls in a three type of one and dies, say, that's some freak accident that's not my fault that's the real point that if it dies in less than 10 fucking you're exempt okay so now so, okay so the one says like this um the av is ten and the talad is nine. Okay. Now, by the way, that actually would finally be an answer of total afkiyot then, because if it's less than ten tzvachim, you're not liable for death. Okay. We actually would have an answer. Does that be the, a tolda, though, nine well, that's what the Gemara is going to sort of say. Why do you get to call one nav and one a tolada? Neither of them are written. They're both zav. Okay, the says no. How Kasha I'd have an answer to that. That wouldn't be difficult. The end of the pasuk is the dead. You, you, the owner of the pit, keep the dead at cor- keep the corpse of the animal, and you pay for the and you pay for the loss of its value. Okay, so it's clear that the pshat of psukim is that the animal died. Okay, so that makes the de- the death bore an, an av and the injury board a tolada, and it's actually tolada sem behem. So the gemara says the kilu rabbanan yudav. And the rabbis sort of assessed, evaluated that ten tefachim could cause death, and you'd be liable. No, nine tefachim nizikin avidi misulavidi only causes injury and not death, and you wouldn't be liable. Okay, so therefore we'd have the avon the tolad done. It would be lav kiyotzi behen. So the gemara does not want to end the conversation here because we got a lot of the other avos to go through. Okay, so we're not going to accept that as an answer. So the gemara says no. So so says the gemara. Zav lemitav zav lenezikin. Where we're going to refuse to call it a tolada, like because since it right, like you like stack the deck that you're not going to now have and a tolada because you get to call it a separate av. Okay, so there's an av, a type of a boar that causes death, and then there's something which is not a tolada. It's a different type of a boar, and it's a different av, an av that causes netek. All right. Now, by the way, it's interesting. I should say by Shabbos, according to some rishonim, you have this. You have by is an idea of something called like a parallel Av. Like is Bishel and Afiyah. Is like is Afiyah the Av and Bishel the Tolada? Or are those really like parallel Avs? Okay, so you have the same idea here. Okay, so they're both Avs. Alright, now Rashi says, Rashi says maybe because since the Psukim themselves isn't clear, even though we say the end of the Psukim is talking about death, the beginning of the Psukim clearly is talking about both. So at the end of the day, we don't get to label one an Av and one a Tolada, since the Psukim are pretty general. We're going to call them both parallel Avs, and we're not going to have a case of Lav Kiyote Ben just by virtue of that. So the Gemara says, okay, so what would a Tolada be then? Ella, here's a Tolada. A public hazard. Okay, this is the this is like the uh, pasuk about uh, the literalness of the pasuk of I leave a stone in the middle of the road. Okay, or my knife, or my 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 my, my knapsack, my burden. 
and some animal or person trips on it and gets damaged. That's a tolada of bore. It's a, it's a hazard in the middle of the street that somebody is going to come to. It's not going to go out and damage, but somebody is going to come to and it's going to cause the person that walks on them, in them, over them to be hurt, to trip over them and to be hurt. Okay, and that's a tolada. Shinichem b'rishut arabim, you left him in the middle of the street. Now, hechidami. So, viziko, and they cause damage. What's the case? Hechidami. Idafkirinu, if you made it hefker, you gave up your ownership of your burden or of your rock or whatever it was. So then it would be boar, which is not saying it's not a tolad, it's saying great. That would be a perfect example of a tolad of a boar. Why, we're, we're going to see why you have to be masked, why that's relevant in a minute. But you have a, have a, have a hazard in the middle of Rishut Rabim, okay, which you don't own, that's exactly like a boar, you don't own a, boar, a, a well that you dug in the middle of the street, you don't own it, it's a hazard, people come to it and trip on it, it doesn't go out and injure somebody, that is a tolad of boar. Great, we've got the tolada, but it's not what Papa's talking about, because it's Kiyosef Okay, the idulo Now, let's say you weren't mafkirit. Okay, now it's an interesting debate of Rav and Shmuel. Because why is it a debate? Shmuel will say even that case we learned from Bor. That's a case of a Bor. I knew Bor, so it's kiyote them. It's a tolada, but with the same halachas. Rav would actually say that's a shore. Now this is going to get fun. Okay, later in the Gemara, not yet. We're obviously uh, you know giving a. a uh, you know, uh, a, for, a, a foretaste for it. We're go- now, after we define the categories, we get to figure out well, what what type of interesting things that are hybrids, which category do they fall into? That's so, obvious. right, yeah. So, if I've got something that is my property, uh, classic boar has the following characteristics: it's in the middle of the street. It's a hazard that something comes to that does not go out and damage, and it's something that I don't own. Classic, uh, sure, right? It was sort of if we just for a minute generalize all of them together for a moment, although we could speak about one of them, sure is, is, is an object that I own, okay, like, whatever, fire, I don't own it in the same way. Sure, it's like a physical, stable object that's my property. I could make you pay if you stole it. It's not like my fire. So sure is very heavily mamoncha, my property. On the other hand, it goes out and damages. Okay? So what do you do about something that's in Rishasarabim and a hazard, but I own it? It's a physical piece of property that I own. Is that my shore or is that my bore? I mean, I don't know. I don't want to speak for you, but to me it seems pretty obvious it should be bore. Okay, but anyway, but the Gemara has the debate of Rav and Shmuel. All right? So Shmuel says that's a boar. Now, Rav that says it's a shore, so you own it, and it's a physical piece of property you own for him, that's the most significant, to put it in the shore category. Hainu shore. So, and the point being, okay, so however you categorize it, it's It's an interesting hybrid case. It might be shore, it might be boar, but it's still Yes, Jenna, what's your question? Another as opposed, oh, that's a good point. The boar you could close up, but essentially by closing up, you stop it from being a boar. Right. right. So this actually is not permanently in there. That's a nice other point. Right. So there you go. So you got this nice debate of Rav and Shmuel. But either way, it's total saying Kiyotzei Ben. So the Gemara says, So Maishna Boar Shekain Tchilas Hasiyasul Nezek. And now the Gemara uses this phrase. We're going to abstract it and point out what the law is. Tchilas Hasiyasul Nezek. Now that's interesting, right? If you ask me to a very contemptible, if you ask me, I would have emphasized what I said before, which is that it doesn't go out and damage. Somebody comes and falls in it, trips over it. It causes somebody or some 
uh, animal, whatever, to injure themselves because it's. But the Gemara is emphasizing, yes, but because it's a public hazard. Before we talk about whether it's going out or something is coming to it, the first problem you identify with this is this is a hazard. Where this is, this is going to damage. Somebody is going to get hurt. Okay, and that's very different. You know, an ox starts its life, and the primary way when you look at an ox, you don't say, "Oh my God, public hazard!" Right? That's not its basic identity, and it's not the way it starts its life. Right? But the, you know, certainly when it was born, it wasn't yet had a propensity to damage or to do any type of thing. A fire maybe is a little bit different because you really see the potential for damage by the fire. Okay, but nevertheless, this thing—it's immediate identity when it comes into being—is this is you cannot put that here. That is a hazard. Okay, so that is the basic identity of the boy. Okay, Okay, it's your money and you're li- and you're liable for it. And this uh, so uh, so and this would be the same. Okay, so Haninami Well, in the Rishud Rabim, it's a good point. But you know, in its current placement, when once it gets the identity of war, it's which might be a little bit of a tautology. Okay, fine. Ella told the boar kibor. Fine, that's kiyose behind. So come Rav Papa atolda de Mave. Moving down the list, short boar up to Mave. Well, it's going to have to be heavier then, right? No, this is. We're going to give an excuse to go through the whole list, and then we're going to go back and tell you what the answer is. Okay. So v'chi come Rav Papa atolda de Mave. My meu. Now, what is Mave? What does that word mean? We're finally going to get to what that, the debate. I mean, we're going to uh, refer to the debate. We're going to get to it, exp- uh, focus on it later. Mind you, he says Mava is Shane. Okay, because remember, the Mishnah says Shore. It didn't tell which of the shores. So Shmuel says Mava is Shane, which makes Shore to Karen, because Shane and Regal sort of go together. Okay? So for Shmuel, Shore is Karen, and Mava is Shane and Regal. Okay? English, or, but really, I was going to say, Shane. So we already covered that. The total Shane is like Shane. Rav says Mava is Adam Hamasit. Now that's funny because that's like put, put, what does it mean conceptually put your damage in the same category as your money's damage okay so anyway so let's take a look at Avos and Toladus by other Mamazit my Avos and my Toladus is pay okay what's, what's an Avos and Toladus you damage something in so maybe when you're awake that's the Av because a normal way somebody does damage is when they're awake when they do damage in their sleep that's a Toladus also to what degree are you also like the same person you know the same person when you're asleep, because it's unintentional. You're like not conscious, right? So you're not uh, you're not an agent, sort of. So maybe that's a tolada. Now that's not, but we but okay, but it is kiyote ben other mood laolam. The person is always more bein air bein yashin, whether awake, whether asleep. So it's total saying kiyote ben. Okay, if you do damage in your sleep, you are chayiv. Ella akecho veneo. Maybe it's about your spit and your uh, phlegm, um, or your, uh, what's it called, from the nose? Your mucus. Your mucus, okay. Let's say you spit 
And as the spit is traveling, it damages something. Rashi says it hits some beautiful silk and gives water damage to the silk. Okay? Kohohu. So that's your energy, your projectile. Okay? And something that is your koach, even if it's not your physical body, but something that you threw and has your energy in it that's propelling it. That's the idea of koach. It's your energy that's propelling it. That's like your body did it. Okay? And then, so, so then fine. That might be a tolada, but we would be back to the point of todosehem kiyotsehem. We're not debating that you're chayiv in these cases, that that is, a, or that it is a tolada. Maybe a sleep is a tolada. Maybe your koach is a tolada. All of those are certainly at one degree removed from the classic case of you being an awake agent damaging something with your body. But still, it's told us behen. Okay? So, e Now, let's say you spat and it fell on the ground and some animal came and flipped on it. Okay? So that's maybe a different halacha. But what type of category? What would you put that into? Let me ask you quick. Boar. You spit, boar thank you, right? So, bain l'ra, bain l'shmo, hainu boar. You don't want to say, wait, wait, I ta- it's still my spit. I still own it. Okay, that's clearly a case of hefker. Okay? So that's a boar. So we've already established, told that the boar is like a boar. Uh, so even if we, if we, so conceptually, it's interesting. What is the tolada of an adam hamasik? Is it when you're asleep? Is it your koach? One is more right. There are different ways in which that's less like you. But either way, it's told the same kiyotze behen. So that's not going to work. Are we translating According to Rav, it means adam hamasik. Right. We'll get to that in a minute. Why it means adam hamasik? Right. Ella. Okay. So the Gemara says. One minute. Ella told of the mavek mavek. Fine. The told of mavek is like mavek. So he come Papa a told of the H. So we're going to do Heather. I know it's eight thirty, but let's just give it like three more minutes. So told of the H you What's a told of H? Ilema Avna. By the way, we don't have to quote a pasuk because the pesukim are explicit. Okay. So what's a told of? Ilema Avna Sakino Masoichenichem Berosh Kago. Let's say I took my that same stone knife and burden, but I didn't put it in the middle of the street. I put it on the top of my roof. And what happened? A wind came and blew it off the roof and hit somebody as it was falling down. That would be a type of an H. Because I make it in my field, some other thing comes, the wind comes and causes it to spread. It's not exactly H. Here the gravity is causing damage. By the H it's the, you know, consuming power of the fire that's causing the damage. But nevertheless, it's moving. Something else, you know, caused, propelled it. Okay? And uh, that would be a type of an H. So that's interesting. I don't know. No, that's because that's my I, my direct my energy. This is I like, put it down. My energy stopped, and some other energy caused you to move. Okay, enough with Baruch and they fell with an expected wind. If it's an uncommon wind, it's not my fault. But it's a type of wind that I could have expected. The Ezekiel and they damaged. Hey, he dummy. Kamaski. If they were damaging as they were falling or moving, okay, Hainuish. So okay, you're, you're fine. You are Chayv. It is Eish. It is a Tolada. But it's Kiyotzi Ben. Now that's a fascinating definition of age. I don't know if I would have said that is the primary characteristic of age, but here's how the Gemara is saying it. Some other, uh, some other uh, energy gets mixed up in them. All right, something comes and causes it to spread. Okay, so that's the age. Maybe you know, maybe you want to. I would add to it the fact that you could have anticipated it, and there was a likelihood that it would have caused damage if something would have come and it would have spread. Okay. By the way, why is age always about wind? 
right? No, I mean, why is that about wind? That's also about fuel. In other words, maybe we normally tend to read that as about fuel. wind. But if there's no wind and I have a fire in my yard, will it spread? If it's consuming, if there's if there's fuel, it will spread. Right. If it's let's say it's a candle. Right. If it's contained, it won't. So it is interesting, though, that it describes it as kochach made. You could say kochach tends to be read as wind, but you're right. You could say it's the natural consuming power of the fire, right? So anyway, that is the description of fire, okay? And you're liable. Same thing. You're going to call this ash, which it's definitely a chiddush to call this ash, but okay, but it'll have the same halachas. Fine. El Toler case case. We've gone through the whole list. Everything is told to say Kiyote Ben. Vichi Kamar, and I'm just going to give you the one answer and we'll describe, we'll talk about it tomorrow. Vichi Kamar of Papa, a toldo de Rego. We're going to go back to Rego. So the says, Rego? How came the toldo de Rego to Rego? We just, we said that that was the thing. Ah, we were hiding from you the thing in our back pocket. Bechatsi Nezek Tsroros. How about when a Rego, an animal, kicks pebbles? Okay? And it's, comp- now there you understand by the way why you should be less liable and specifically by regel since regel is effectively mitasek it's incidental and unintentional so if I incidentally kick a stone and the stone does something that, that stone is much less me than if I throw a stone right we've already brought in the idea of koach by an adam if I throw something at you that's me but let's say I didn't throw it at you I accidentally kicked the stone and that hit you was that me hitting you right so if the animals throwers of the animals regel the inci- the koach that comes to an incidental act that is a lot less like the animal itself and the halacha of that is the, you only pay half you don't pay full okay so that is a toldoseim lav kiyotibem a toloda of regel is and by the way this is maybe similar to the toloda of tuma because it's not a toloda in the sense that it's a conceptually different category but it's one degree removed right just like remember the tuma example it's exactly Regal, the animal is walking, but it's one degree removed from the animal walking because it's not the animal's leg that's hitting something, it's the projectile that was kicked off by the animal's leg that hit something, and the halacha there is you only pay half. Okay? We have a tradition, that you pay half. So what makes it a regal? Maybe it's its own category. So maybe it's like Karen. Karen, you pay half. No, no, no. It's not like, it's more like Regal. And what we're going to discuss tomorrow, I'm not going to unpack what we just read, but what we're going to discuss tomorrow is why we still put it in the Regal category and we see, rather than Karen. Because Karen, you also pay half. But here, conceptually, it's Regal with a special halacha of Lav Kiyotze Behen that you're only going to pay half and not pay full. Okay, we'll end here. Dove, what's your question? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I, just, I lost a piece. I thought the Gemara 